Sunday, November the 8th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. It seems to me really appropriate that in our series, The Conundrum of Joy, that we come to this point in the letter to the Philippians on Remembrance Sunday. The joy of submission. That's a conundrum, isn't it? We think that what will bring us joy is for it to go our way, for it to be our choice, our desires, our interests. That if we can get all those things our way, then we will have the joy that we are seeking, the joy that so often eludes us. If only it would be our way, if people would dance to our tune, if only the choices would be our decision. And yet here in these verses, at the heart of a letter that's about experiencing the joy that God has for us, we are painted a picture of a very different kind of way. The joy of submission. Even though Jesus could grasp the whole universe for himself, it says that equality with God was not something to be grasped, but he emptied himself and made himself nothing. He submitted himself to the interests and to the needs of others, particularly to the interests and to the needs of this broken world, coming and sharing our humanity. And what Paul writes in these verses is a plea that we would live in the same kind of way. It's about an inner attitude, an inner posture that leads to a different way of life. This is how Paul puts it in Philippians chapter 2. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility. Value others above yourselves, and here it is, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Could it be that joy is found in others having their choice, in other people having their way? That our joy is found when we dance to their tune, not expecting them to dance to our own. And notice what it said in in a verse or two earlier about uh, selfish ambition and vain conceit. It strikes me that 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 couplet, that pairing, selfish ambition and vain conceit, are what lies behind so many wars. I don't just mean wars between nations, but there are all kinds of wars, aren't there? There are wars between families, parents and children, brothers and sisters, wars between neighbours or office colleagues and workers. There can be discord and disunity in all kinds of places when we choose not to consider other people's interests first. 
strikes me that this is an antidote to uh, war on every level, to war of every kind. And so what we believe will bring us joy, that we have it our way, that things go towards our choice, actually not only doesn't bring us joy, but it creates the brokenness and disunity that ultimately leads to war of one kind or another. And so Jesus is inviting us to try an altogether different way, a very countercultural kind of way that we would live each day seeking the interests of other people. It's a paradox, isn't it, that as we give our lives away to other people, so we will find ourselves. I'm reminded of that story in the Gospels when James and John, they they come to Jesus and they say, we want you, Jesus, to do whatever we want. Can you see what the emphasis is? We want you to do what we want. That's it, isn't it? That's the natural way of things. That's what we believe will make us happy, will bring us joy. And they said, Jesus, we want to sit on your right and on your left in your kingdom. We want the best places in heaven because we deserve it. It's all about themselves and Jesus says look it's not to be that way among you there is a totally different subversive kind of way to live that not only will bring peace but it will also cause joy to rise in our hearts so as we come to the end of this remembrance Sunday service where we remember the brokenness of the world and we are reminded that war takes place at every level of our lives that the the seed of war lies in all of us Jesus says when we're when, when we have a hateful thought towards someone we've already committed murder in our hearts it's, it's that little seed that lies in all of us that eventually unchecked leads to war of one kind or another Because we're seeking our own interests. We're longing for it to go our way. And Jesus' simple invitation this week, for you and for me, is to make the choice that we will do everything that we can for it to go someone else's way. For us to decide someone else's preference. For us to dance to someone else's tune. And that's the kingdom, Jesus says. And so the one who could above all have insisted that it went his way, we read, gave everything up and went the way of the cross. And that's been a transformational story now for 2,000 years. We become part of that story in our lives every time we say, well, I'm going to look out for the interests of others over myself. I'm going to set aside uh, vain conceit. I'm going to seek uh, humility. I'm going to seek the interest and the welfare of others. We know that it's in giving, we are told, uh, that we receive the greatest joy. It's the same principle here, isn't it? That as we do something that seems so counter-cultural, we decide that it's not going to be my way. I'm going to look out for the interests of someone else that actually I discover myself, I find myself and that gift of joy that we've been talking about rises again 
in our hearts. Let's pursue joy this week as we seek the interests of others and so live a gospel that is totally different to all that we see around us. May we be a light in the darkness this week. God bless you. Let's turn to pray, shall we? God is our refuge and strength, our very help in trouble. Thank you, God, right now, for throughout the ages you have been our refuge, our strength and our help, even in the darkest of hours. We can call times to mind where we have known this to be true. But we thank you that that has been true for everyone throughout history, that you have always been there and you always will be. And we are reminded that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Thank you for all those who have fought through many wars, for those who even fight now for freedom and hope and justice. We pray that today they will know the steadfast love of the Lord and that they will know your mercies that are new today for them. If you've got a poppy, I'd love you to find it right now as we continue to pray. And why don't you take it? And hold it in your hand. And let's look at it. It's a bright and cheerful flower. Father God, we want to thank you for the way relationships in our lives bring joy and hope. We think of all of those who have fought through the wars, who were important and precious to people. We thank you for the joy that they brought to their families and friends. And we pray for any who are grieving today, who have lost loved ones in this time. We think especially of those who have lost loved ones through the wars that still rage in our world today. We think of those who still grieve, those who were lost many, many years ago, or who still live with the trauma of loss. Thank you for the gift of people. But as we miss people, we pray for your help. And as we look at our poppy again, it is red. It is red, the colour of danger and harm. God, be close to those who are facing danger and harm today. Give them courage and protection. We pray for those in the armed forces and their families for those living in places of war and unrest today. We pray for those displaced and refugees, for those unsafe in their homes. We pray for anyone facing danger today. Please, God, be close. Why don't you put your hand over your poppy, holding it in your hand? Poppies are fragile, they're easily damaged. And so God, we call on you today for our hurting world. We ask you bind up the brokenhearted, that you be close and bring comfort for all those who are broken today, for those whose memories of war, both present and past, torment them, bring peace to their very minds. 
and for those who still carry wounds from fighting, from being involved in any conflict, we ask you bind up the brokenhearted and you bring peace and hope to their very souls. And finally, as you open your poppy up, I'd love you to put your finger on the black bit in the middle and we're going to pray for each other. Help me to play my part in being in this world. Help me to play my part by being a person of peace. Help me to pray and help me, Lord Jesus, to bring your hope. I pray that today I can remember and that I can be part of the story that this future looks different. And even in this lockdown season, may, be, may I be a person who brings hope, may be a person that brings peace, that connects people together. Lord Jesus, help me to play my part. And as we end this time of prayer, as many others are around the world right now, let's use the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.